From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, boy. I have spent a lot of time in my car this week because traffic stone has been horrendous. I mean, the turnpike has been a travesty as I come up from North Broward, where the LaVica abode is, the palatial estate. It has been rough. Thank God I've got my Kia. Dependable, fuel efficient, fun to drive, even in traffic. Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Check out all their deals, all their financing, and they've got credit clinics on site to make sure that there is no credit too poor to accommodate to, to make sure you drive off the lot with a Kia, a certified pre-owned, or a brand new Kia. That selection out of this world a lot of dealerships say it. Greenway Kia lives it. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Do a little shopping beforehand. Check it out. A little peek beforehand at the selection. And then pop in Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia, my beautiful baby blue Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to have the best carbine experience of your life. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Listen, last night, um, am I frustrated the Heat lost? Yes. Am I panicking about it? No. Did I lose sleep over it? Absolutely not. Do I feel fine about game six? Yes. And again, anything can happen. Maybe the Knicks have woken up. Maybe they found a way. They found a path. Maybe Jalen Brunson is just made of titanium and he never needs another rest again. Doesn't need to go to the bench ever again. Maybe, maybe, maybe. There's a lot of maybes in life. It's hard to predict life. But I feel good about the Heat winning at home tomorrow at Kaseya Center. I do. But I'm frustrated that the Heat did all that work dragging themselves back to within a possession last night and the man who's delivered them the promised land in the postseason so many times couldn't get himself to that point again. Jimmy Butler didn't become playoff Jimmy Butler, door slammer Jimmy Butler, coffin nailer Jimmy Butler, he just could not get there last night, and that's why the Heat lost, and it's why the Knicks extended to a game six. Don't hate you for anything you did there. Everything's super sound. You I'm sound trying to healthy. be as rational as possible. You sound healthy. You sound like you got some good sleep. Your yeah. head's in the right place in regards to this series, so respect it, and I back it. Uh, the most frustrating part last night about the Heat, you can throw on the Panthers as well, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I named yesterday a new holiday. Close out Wednesday. We even gave it a hashtag. Hashtag close out Wednesday. And you know what? Close out Wednesday sucked. Jeff in the Pizzle. He is our favorite New York transplant. And he's now on ESPN 106.3. What's up, buddy? My man, Ken. First of all, props to your imitation of Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> and Marvin the Martian. I think you have a, another career in voiceovers, <laughs> and they should use you in the uh, next Space Jam. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm the new said. Frank Oz, yes. There you go. That being said, the series between the Heat and the Knicks, now I told you, I go way back to the 70s mm-hmm. with the Knicks, and my son's breaking my shoes because in the first quarter, after watching them, I said, that's it, they're done. And I'm never like that. I'm always positive. I said, sure. they're done. They're terrible. But they did win. What troubles me about the Knicks is why does Tom Thibodeau 
always have a look of constipation on his face. I don't uh, <laughs> understand. I think that's he, just his constant. So, he has a constipated constitution about him, Jeff. That's just him. Yes. Yes. Now, getting to the third thing, because they told me to go fast. I, I don't understand. Anthony Davis has played great, but, you know, he didn't get hit by a a, 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 a six by ten from Tony Soprano. He took a wayward <laughs> elbow in the uh-huh. side of the head. And he needed a wheelchair. I mean, come on, man. I mean, we've seen guys play with a lot worse. We saw Jimmy Butler stay in the game when he could barely walk. But anyway, that being said, Ken, I want to say that when I don't hear you on the radio, I'm very upset. I love listening to you guys every day. And, uh... That's it for now, brother. Jeff, appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, So, Jeff, also with a great segue into what I wanted to get into, because there's been some some heat thrown on the crew, NBA on TNT, some heat thrown on Stephen A. Smith this morning. Let's just set the scene real quick, okay? What happened last night? This actually happened as I was enjoying sleepy time. I, I didn't make it to this point. I watched the first quarter of the Lakers and the Warriors last night, and then that was it. It was a done deal for me. Um, so with 7.34 left in the fourth quarter, it's a, what, 13-point game at this point in favor yep. of the Warriors. I think it was 113-100, something like that. Anthony Davis gets caught with either the top of a forearm or an elbow near his eye, side of his head, in a play at the rim. Now, when he went down, he started, he started holding his eye. And uh, so I just thought, oh, did he get poked in the eye? Did he take it on the eye socket? But then he's just sitting there, and they're checking him, they're checking him, they're checking him. Uh, They lead him off the floor after he sat on the bench for a little bit. And uh, um, Chris Haynes, the sideline reporter for TNT, says that he needed to be wheeled into the locker room because he was feeling woozy, like literal wheelchair. Anthony Davis. After taking it, if you look at the replay, it does not look like that severe of a shot, right? It does not. It looks like he got brushed. That's why I thought he got poked in the eye, because it looked like he got kind of just washed across the face. We've seen that a million times in basketball, but apparently got woozy and had to be wheeled into the locker room. Now, after all is said and done, it turns out that it doesn't look like there's a concussion for Anthony Davis. He's not going to go have to go through any protocol. He was able to walk to the team bus, no issues, nothing at all. Last night, and this is a show, NBA on TNT, that has nicknamed Anthony Davis Street Clothes. That's his nickname on that show. From Charles Barkley and Shaq, they call him Street Clothes because since he went to the Lakers, Anthony Davis hasn't been able to stay on the floor because he's oft injured. I have said many times on this radio show, I mean, full disclosure, if we're going to talk about this, right? Full disclosure, I've called him made of porcelain more times than I can count. I've called him Anthony Day-to-Day Davis. Anthony Day-to-Day Davis. We had Jay Will, morning 6 to 10 a.m. with Max Kellerman and Keyshawn Johnson here on ESPN 103, ESPN 106.3. I just renamed the station. Um, we've had him. He made a bet with you that, Jay, that, that Anthony Davis was not going to be able to stay on the floor more than, what, 50 games this year? Yes. I mean, it is no secret that the dude is injured a lot. I've called him paper mache. I've called him porcelain. He's soft. He doesn't stay on the floor. But after the game, here was the reaction of Shaq and Charles Barkley discussing 
the Anthony the the revelation and the report that Anthony Davis had suffered a head injury and needed the use of a wheelchair. Uh, Woozy trying to get off the floor, and uh, we will see what his status is for game six of this series. Kenny? Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting, honestly, you know, I wasn't game five, six, whatever it is, the Lakers to win tonight. Because both teams, Lakers and Golden State, they've been inconsistent all year. They haven't been able to string together games that you go, this is a game they should win. This is how they should get it done. So, you know, game six... These guys, man. I, I know what they're laughing about. I, 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 I think I do too, but what are you laughing about? You know what they're laughing about. I'm laughing at Chuck. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq, I know what they're laughing at. Shaq, you understand? Shaq is over there crumbling up paper. That's why I was laughing. That's not how I'm going. I'm laughing at Chuck. Tell the truth. I'm they understand. Oh, man. Stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> Ernie, don't let us go there. Because if we go there, it'll never stop. Left. It'll never stop. Ernie, we need to go to that next game quickly. No, we don't. Oh, man. Oh, well, tell me, give me your takeaway from the game, Chuckster. Oh, uh, there's nothing points in the first half. You're not getting what are you doing? I'm sitting, fixing my seat. I'm fixing Ernie, my seat. What is Kenny doing? I'm fixing my seat. Well, I did not do that. You're fixing your seat. I did not do that. <laughs> my seat. Man, guys, come on now. Hey, y'all, come on, man. Uh, I'm just saying, you, nothing surprised me. They gave up 70 points so, in the first. So that's Shaq and Charles Barkley in laughing hysterics. And we know why they're laughing, because they can't believe that Anthony Davis, after the shot he took, would need the assistance of a wheelchair to get to the locker room last night. Now, you can tell in that Ernie Johnson's actually legitimately uncomfortable. You can tell he's sort of annoyed, right? Like the tone of his voice. There's no laughing from Ernie. Ernie's trying to rein it in, and Shaq and Chuck are gone. It's not the Ernie that we know. Street clothes? earned the reputation to Shaq and Chuck of his nickname, Street Clothes. This man, this grown man, this all-star, this NBA champion. Future Laker Hall of Famer. Who has missed in the last four seasons, respectively, 20 games, has only played 36 games the next year, missed 42 games the year after that, and then missed almost 30 games the year after that. This is a guy... That after taking a hit to the side of his face, needed a wheelchair to get into the locker room. Shaq and Chuck are tickled by that. They find it funny because one, they're old school, but two, the dude gets hurt a lot, right? He gets hurt a lot. And so this seems pretty par for the course for a guy like Anthony Davis, it right? It does. Okay. So then that brings me to Stephen A. Smith today on First Take. Stephen A. Smith saw some of the criticism of Shaq and Chuck being insensitive, being reckless. Stephen A. saw that, and he said, bet. Here's him on first take. Sometimes we just can't help it. We got to let it go. Because, damn it, I'll be damned if I were laughing. The, 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 I'm like, concussion? Concussion? 
I thought the NFL season was over. Said, now, I understand that concussions can happen in other sports, boxing, UFC. And I mean, if the collision is fierce enough, I guess it could happen in basketball, too. But damn, we, I ain't seen nothing yesterday that made me say concussion. I, concussion? Now, I don't know if it's true or not. Did the wheelchair get him to the locker room? I'm not sure. Is, it, is that true, yes, Jay? Yes, that's why, that is, that's that's why they were dying. A wheelchair? Report, a yes. wheelchair? Really? Really? That's where we are? It, it, listen, if you are LeBron James, this has got to be, listen, my, my, I, I hope Anthony Davis, I got, I to actually, okay. I got to actually sit here and say this. I hope Anthony Davis is okay. See, that's where it is. Really, I got to really say Look, man, I mean, we got to stop, we just got to stop it, man. He's got to stop it. It's the playoffs, man. I mean, I, damn it, was he running over the middle and got hit by Ronnie Lott or something? Did I miss something? Did I miss it? You understand? Is Ray Lewis still playing? Ray Lewis in a, in a Los Angeles Lakers uniform. I mean, did, did he did he get hit by Aaron Donald? Did I miss something, Jay Williams? Did I miss something? Because I just did the show, show Jay Williams right now. Okay. I mean, did I miss something? Oh, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. So it's pretty clear that the the initial reaction to the Anthony Davis wheelchair after hit to the head roll the locker room is that of course Anthony Davis oft injured perceived as soft made of porcelain made of paper mache would need a wheelchair to go to the locker room after a seemingly mundane hit to the side of the head and I'm going to be completely honest. I had the same exact reaction initially that Chuck and Shaq and Stephen A. Smith did. I understand the criticism they're getting because now you've got the Chris Nowinskis of the world based out of Boynton Beach, the, um, uh, the man who, who is very, very, very keyed into the effect of sports on neurological health. We know that he came and was starting to accuse the Dolphins of potential um, uh, manslaughter because of the treatment of Tua Tungavailoa during the season. Those types have come out on social media and have probably rightfully so gone at Stephen A. Smith, Chuck Shack. It's not a laughing matter. If he suffered a head injury, not a laughing matter. But all of that said, my initial reaction was, of course, Anthony Davis needed a wheelchair to get to the locker room. This is already an Anthony Davis in this postseason, we saw him take a brief shot to the shoulder and he laid on the floor as if he had been run over by a bulldozer. This is a guy who, again, since he joined the Lakers in the 2019-2020 season, played 62 games, then played 36 games, then played 40 games, then this year played 56 games. He has had ankles. And he has had knees, and he has had backs, and he has had shoulders, and he has had wrists. He has run the gamut of injuries. He can't stay on the floor so much so that he's gained that reputation. It's become a running joke. I absolutely hope that Anthony Davis is okay. It doesn't look like he suffered a concussion. You obviously need to be sensitive of head injuries, but... Part of the reaction of what we saw on TNT and ESPN, and at the risk of me coming off as insensitive, is that, as you proposed in a break of the show, Stone, if you were to give me five guesses about one player left in the postseason that would require, after taking a glancing blow off the side of his head, a wheelchair to go to the locker room, you know what guesses one through five would be? Anthony Davis. 
So I guess what I'm saying is that we can acknowledge that it's wrong at those reactions, but also acknowledge that for the sake of talking basketball and talking about Anthony Davis's injury history, I sort of get it. Maybe not full-fledged hysterical laughter, but I get the reaction from Shaq and Chuck and Stephen A. Smith. Let me uh, first start off by saying I, I obviously hope Anthony Davis is okay. Full recovery, full health. Like, no one's sitting here saying, oh, God, uh, I, I, man, that guy, get over it. Like, nobody's saying that. What we're saying is that, man, he, he has a reputation as soft. And, again, of course, Anthony Davis would be the one in a wheelchair. I'm very conflicted with this one. It's tough, right? Because, no, I, to be honest, it, it's not tough, right? I, I, I appreciate you for kind of taking the fall there and wanting to be sensitive to this. But, for me, waking up in the morning, Turning on ESPN Radio, turning on Get Out Sports Center, everything. I got to run the game in myself in the morning to get going. I was a little upset that, and this is selfishly, that we're even speaking about it. We're, we're talking about now heading into Game Six with no Anthony Davis. Like, like we're giving this time when you have guys like Stephen A. We have guys your age. We have guys older than me, uh, past their thirties, who have seen some bleep. Come on. So you're saying like this is so this should be so insignificant and shouldn't even be a talking point or a storyline going into game six, the availability of Anthony Davis. That to a T because he's going to play in game six. He was never not going to play in game six. The fact that we're giving this time, I think, speaks to the times that we sit in in a social media when everyone feels like they have an opinion. Reading tweets, reading tweets that say also love how we're making fun of a potential brain injury on national TV. Give me a break. Give me a break. A brain injury. A brain injury. He took a bow to the head trying to well, grab a board in an can, NBA playoff now, game. That can easily cause a, a concussion. Brain injury. I know, but you don't want to mess around with concussions. And I can't go through what we went through with Tua last year and completely poo poo this and dismiss this. Um, Tua got taken to the ground by, by 320 pound three techs. He didn't catch a bow trying to grab a rebound now, in the I, middle of an NBA playoff game. Now, again, I will admit that. It didn't even look like he caught an elbow. It looked like he caught a forearm. Now, you, whatever causes a brain injury is going to cause a brain injury. Um, it can be a glancing blow. It can be a shot to the temple. I suppose it can be a shot to the eye. But I don't want to absolve Shaq and Chuck and Stephen A. Smith, who are taking a lot of heat today for their reactions to the Anthony Davis head injury. But again, I had a similar, I consumed it a similar way where I saw that and I heard wheelchair, and I rolled my eyes. Of course, Anthony Davis, who's always injured, has a wheelchair-inducing hit to the head. It's not like he hit his head on the floor. Right. It's not like he, 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 he took a glancing blow to the side of the head. I suppose my question is, how bad do Shaq, Chuck, Stephen A. Smith, myself, Stone, how bad do we look that our initial reaction was, ugh, of course. With Anthony Davis being hit in the head and needing the assistance of a wheelchair. Again, he didn't fall to the floor. He didn't hit his head on the floor. He simply took a glancing blow off the side of his head. And I'm not saying that that couldn't cause brain injury, couldn't cause a concussion. Doesn't look like he has a concussion now. To me, it just seems like the wheelchair thing's a little extra. Just seemed a little extra to me. And I understand he's 6'10". It's not like you can help him. He's big. He's big. If your trainers aren't big, you don't want to be helping a guy, putting his weight on you to the locker room, but a wheelchair with that seemed excessive. But again, what do I know? 
I, I know it comes off as insensitive, but how bad do we look? This conglomerate, Shaq, Chuck, Stephen A., me, Stone, you know the obvious five. <laughs> oh, what a The list. obvious five. How bad do we look at our initial reaction to Anthony Davis taking a hit to the head and needing a wheelchair was, pfft. of course it's Anthony Davis needing a wheelchair. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to the bottom of why I initially felt that way. And maybe I'm just playing into the reputation, but I feel his reputation of being someone who can't stay on the floor is deserved. When you're, but this is me getting caught up in sports meat ballery. When you're making the money he's making, got the contract he got, and you're playing 40 games in a season or 56 games in a season or 36 games in a season, all those consecutive seasons, you know, I feel like you're, you're kind of personally, right? You're broken easily, right? And so it just seems par for the course that Anthony Davis would need a wheelchair after taking a hit to the head. But I understand that it sounds insensitive, too. I'm not so far gone into my my uh, sports portal that I can't understand that it's probably a bad thought process to have. But that was my initial reaction. But how bad does it look? Did did you consume it similarly out there initially? 888-760-3776. I just feel like this is... He would be the most likely candidate to require a wheelchair after a glancing blow to the head. That didn't knock him to the floor. Definitely the likely candidate. Okay, I see red as I scroll through my timeline and I'm reading the, the brain injury. And I know this is, is part of it is wrong of me. It's not correct in, in the field that I'm in. But it seems like when you put out the tweets and your opinion is, oh, wow, they're laughing at a brain injury. I feel like you're tweeting that because you have an agenda, right? You just want to go against the grain. You want to get involved in the conversation. You need to be the one. That not a lot of people have seen the take, so I'm going to put it out there. I feel like you have an agenda. Come on, this guy, uh, this guy, come on. He's playing game six. This is like end of discussion. We're laughing at it. So Chris Nowinski, he is the doctor I mentioned. Dr. Chris Nowinski, he is the founding CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. He was front and center lobbying or lobbying a lot of accusations towards the Dolphins for how they handled Tua's concussion situation. Dr. Nowinski also uh, does a lot of work with professional wrestlers. It's a very admirable, very admirable role that he serves, advocating for athletes with head injuries, where in the past it's just been, get out there and play. Um, he tweeted, Anthony Davis had a concussion tonight. Glad to see the team took it seriously, used a wheelchair to take him off the bench when he seemed to complain of trouble with his vision at the end of the clip. Let's hope he and the team docs resist playoff pressure to return too soon. Then Chris Haynes, the aforementioned sideline reporter TNT that I mentioned, tweeted, early diagnosis indicates Anthony Davis appears to have avoided a concussion, is doing much better now. Chris Nowinski replied, is this a joke? Please don't try to pull this garbage, Lakers. We saw what happened to Tua. We don't need another example of a team trying to be cute about what constitutes a concussion. You can hurt AD. Explain the wheelchair to us without saying he had impaired balance. And then Chris Nowinski, shame on you, Stephen A. Smith. This kind of 2005 talk sends a terrible message to young athletes. You know better. It doesn't have to look catastrophic to cause a concussion. And asking 6'10 guys who are dizzy, can't see straight to walk to the locker room is bad medical care. I don't disagree with any of those things. I don't disagree with any of those things. What I'm saying is that, yeah, we can sit here and shame Stephen A. We can shame Shaq. We can shame Shaq, but... I think it's a fairly easy place to go, at least initially, before recognizing, like, yeah, 
We we all want this dude to be okay. Of course. We all want Anthony Davis to be okay. We're not rooting for this. But a guy who went 62, 36, 40, 56 in terms of games played in four consecutive seasons with the Lakers, I feel like it's a natural reaction. I feel like Shaq and Chuck is much more reasonable than Stephen A. He had a night to sleep on it. But the, of course, AD, concussion, or hit to the head, wheelchair, soft. Like I just feel like that is a... A natural, flawed human reaction to that that doesn't need to be um, piled on more than 24 hours. Like, is that reasonable? Of course it's reasonable. You haven't said anything unreasonable, but for me, I have a question for you. Now, Chris Nowinski, probably an absolute stud in his field, his he profession. Is. He is. I'm not going to disparage the man because that man is trying to save or elongate people's lives and quality of life. So, Prob- so be it. probably has M's in the bank. Probably is is is, is standard. I don't know. I don't even think that matters. For his, in his industry, I'm I, I'm just saying for me to speak on it and kind of go after a guy like that, right? I have no right to do that. But a question for you: You don't think at all, at all, Chris Nowinski's using social media as a pawn in a situation like this? Well, right? You're inserting your platform. Yes, you're inserting yourself. But I, I think you know if you're Chris Nowinski that not a lot of people are going to agree with you. That's why I said you're kind of going against the grain. Like he wants to insert himself. He wants to clicks. He wants everyone to see his tweet. He wants to be involved I mean, in the conversation. Admirable about, admirable about it because he's trying to throw himself into the mix of of educating people about concussions. And so I think he almost has to be in that space. But yeah, he's absolutely using it as a platform. And I was very critical of Chris Nowinski. You remember? Yeah. When he starts tweeting things like manslaughter towards the Dolphins when Tua suffered his concussions. I mean, that was dramatic and preposterous and ridiculous. Um, he's definitely a, a grandstander, but I don't disagree with anything he said about this. But to, to pile on Shaq and Chuck as if a lot of you didn't have a similar reaction when you heard Wheelchair and Anthony Davis in the same sentence after seeing the hit that he took, uh, I think we're some of us are being a little too regal here with what we believe about ourselves. How bad of a look though is it? Maybe maybe I'm completely wrong and I was totally wrong. Even my brain initially going to that spot. How wrong? How bad do we look? Myself, Stone, Chuck, Shaq. That the immediate reaction to Anthony Davis needed a wheelchair after the hit to the head last night was this guy. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. In Palm Beach Gardens, it's Chris on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Chris? How we doing, guys? Good. Hey, so add me to the list of, oh, no, here we go again. Yeah. So I, I thought it as well. But there's layers to this, right? So first, and my joking comment is, uh, Anthony Davis needs to go to the uh, Joel Embiid class of falling down to avoid injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he can do that. Secondly... I didn't see how quick he went off on the wheelchair, but my question would be, and, and this is not on Anthony Davis, this is probably more somebody on the staff, they put him in a wheelchair to increase the severity of how it looked to hopefully get Looney suspended for a game, because without him, that depth is incredibly thin, and they may feel in trouble at this point. So I, I was just curious what you thought about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far on the ladder, Chris. That's a bit conspiracy theory and esque I don't think I don't think they're overly worried about Looney and going back home for a game six. What I will say is so I don't I don't think that factored into it. Why I think the wheelchair probably came about is again the dude's six ten. So if you're gonna walk him all to the way to the locker room, but he's complaining of wooziness, it's better to be safe than sorry. And you plop the dude in a wheelchair instead of him possibly losing consciousness and all of a sudden you're dragging six ten dead weight 
around that arena. That's not good. Um, but I think it's so easy to say, oh, Shaq, Chuck, insensitive, when a lot of us need to look at ourselves and say, oh, you know what? Because it's Anthony Davis, we thought the exact same thing off the bat. The reason he rolled out in a wheelchair is because of the two in Tonga Vailoa, because of the DeMar Hamlin stuff, right? There are now procedures set in place for stuff like this to happen. Like the NBA, you got to keep it clean. You, you got to put the suit and the tie on. You have, and to. you have to. Let's roll them out in a wheelchair in today's day and It's age, all about precaution. It's all about precaution, right? There are things. As it should be. I mean, as it should be, yeah. I, I think it turns a little political. It kind of turns me off that we're rolling a guy out in a wheelchair. No, but catching a forearm. It's nothing, it has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with lawsuits, everything to do with liability, it's all that kind stuff. That's of not what politics. I mean. I'm that's sure. Like, it could have used a different word. It could have replaced it, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, this is legalities. not about, This is about the legalities now. This is about all the little fine print stuff when this guy got dinged in the head in an NBA playoff game, right? The fact that we're talking about him not being, or what, what do they do without Anthony Davis in game six? I think that's almost a, a shade, a shade at Sports Talk Media. What I will say, though, if you're going to get on Shaq and Shuck, especially for for laughing and for having that initial thought and saying how insensitive, how terrible it is, how awful they are, they should be suspended, all that nonsense, which is all over social media now. This is taking on legs, big legs, as we get through the day. What I would say is have that same energy for the Lakers going through the proper concussion protocol with Anthony Davis. Preach. Have that same energy for that, because if you care that much about Anthony Davis, then surely you're okay if he doesn't play game six, if he indeed does have a concussion. And he goes through the NBA concussion protocols, right? Like, just keep that same energy. When we come back, what's turned in to the lamest radio feud that I have ever heard, it is New York versus Tampa, and I got to say, the Tampa side, a bit weak. He's still on the banner. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. All right. We got to get to this. Is there anything I need to get to before we jump into this? We throw ourselves into the WFAN versus WDAE feud that is developing. What do I need to do here? I think you need to tell people how they can get involved in the world of sports. Oh, I'm going to do that. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Been doing it since the year 2000, started by the late, great Dr. Jim Reardon. This is your sports business path. The internships, the knowledge, all there with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You can take classes on the beautiful Boca campus or online, summer semester, fall semester. Sign up now, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. So many success stories who have gotten their degree with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Pro sports, college sports, local sports, the entire gamut. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. All right, so earlier this week, WFAN, Carden and Roberts on the air, and they got to talking about how in the hell are the Tampa Bay Rays doing this? The Tampa Bay Rays, who are running away already with the AL East, the New York Yankees, of course, they are in last place in the NL East, or the AL East, and so Carton and Roberts uh, trying to explain what are the Rays doing? What is Tampa Bay doing? And they suggested something potentially nefarious when it came to the Tampa Bay Rays. 
Tampa's playing stupid ball right yeah, now. Yeah, there's something suspicious about that, by the way. Yeah, they're probably Very suspicious. Yeah. I, I didn't say it, yeah. but all I know is I'm a baseball fan. I know baseball. I like baseball. I was very skeptical with what I saw this weekend. Yes, me too. I have no evidence but other than... journeyman uh, outperforming the baseball cards. All of them. Christian Bethencourt? Hello? Taylor Rolls? Yeah. What? Because you know what we do, most of us do? We don't know who they are, so we say, oh, the Rays are brilliant. Here's the problem. I know who they are. They're not good. Yeah. The Rays are 19 and 3 at home. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Is everybody going to wake up? Are you going to wake up with the articles written in The Athletic, or are you going to wake up now? Sometimes you don't need evidence. Sometimes you got to say, what I'm watching doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I'll do it. I'm not a Yankee fan. I have no hand. reason to say I'm going to raise my hand. Yeah. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm seeing in Tampa makes no sense. No That's sense all. at all. That's all. No. Tampa's. So, I, I don't know exactly what Carton and Roberts are getting at. Certainly, they're suggesting that there's something either A, unnatural, or uh, B, uh, again, nefarious happening with the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know if they're suggesting that teams are throwing games or the Rays are on steroids or something's happening here. Um, But they're trying to take shine off of the Tampa Bay Rays by suggesting that something's not on the up and up. Is that a pretty accurate description? Very um, very broadly so, without much direction, they're suggesting that uh, something's not right when it comes to the Tampa Bay Rays, that there might be something uh, that is, um, that, 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 that's not fully fair taking place. Plain and simple. Okay, plain and simple. To me, just came off as kind of fun. Sure. Came off as kind of... Nothing but fun. Now, I would, too, be saying something's got to be going on there because this team full of nobodies is kicking the hell out of this Yankees team over and over and over and over and over again. Like, they're just being New Yorkers. They're being annoying New Yorkers. That's what they got. Cardin Roberts, they're annoying New Yorkers, and they're, they're playing to their brand. Perfect. So this led to a man named Jay Retcher. He is on right now, actually, on WDAE, noon to three every day, J and Z at WDAE, which is the flagship of the Tampa Bay Rays as well, out of Tampa. This was Jay Retcher's response to Carton and Roberts. These are facts, Evan. Not slow pitch lobs that you can see every Thursday night at Eisenhower Park. Where? If you're going to throw some crap out there, don't be surprised when it gets smoked like a line drive back into your face. Oh, God. Uh, so stop again. it right there. The, the fact that right off the bat, Jay is using a sports metaphor, it's not good. That's not a good start. He it, didn't read his text. It's corny. It's <laughs> corny. It's very corny. Don't be surprised if it's a line drive right back in your grill. No, 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 Jay, no. All right, let's continue. To your face. I'm going to say this again. Cracking this mic in any market. Cracking the but mic. Especially when you have multiple sports teams. Radio lingo. Is a privilege. It is not a right. What? Things you say will be criticized. You know that. But again, if you're going to say something, say something. Ooh. Don't tiptoe around it. Don't say, can't wait for the athletic article to come out. If you got something to say, say it. Don't just throw out these lazy narratives and have nothing substantial to back it up. And just a reminder... If you come at the king of the MLB this season, you best not miss. All right, stop it right there. Anytime anyone drops a, if you come at the insert person here, entity here, you best not miss. 
That's so lame. I mean, that's just so lame, Stone. I'm uncomfortable. Like, what are you doing there? Like, are we doing this rant in 2008? Let's keep it rolling. This is 2023. Come on, Jay. Season, you best not miss. Oh, it's so crazy. The challenge was made on Twitter on Monday night, and I'm going to throw it out again. Right here, right now. You can find this video. You can strip this audio, whatever you want to do. Tag him. Tag the fan on Twitter. I do not care. If you want to debate the Rays, the Yankees, the Mets, the Lightning, the Rangers, the Knicks, USF, UT, St. John's basketball, I don't care. If you come at Tampa Bay sports, this is what you're going to get. Wait, stop it right there. Did he say, wait, keep going real quick. At Tampa Bay sports, this is what you're going to get. I'll fly up there on my own dime. I'll stay with my parents. I'll give my nephew a hug and oh celebrate his sixth birthday with him. I will walk right into the WFAN studios and we will debate any Tampa Bay or New York sports team that you All right. would like. All right, stop it. So he has called out WFAN, arguably the most famous sports talk radio station in the history of the medium. And he's saying, hey, Carton Roberts, I'll fly up to New York and I'll debate USF football with you. Jay... Trust me when I tell you, and I don't know why you needed to bring your poor parents and your six-year-old nephew into this. Happy birthday, by That's, the way. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, kiddo. That was completely unnecessary. Um, not a single human being on the planet wants to debate USF football. And I promise you, if you showed up to WFAN Studios and security stopped you and you said, but I'm here, I'm here to debate USF football with Carton and Roberts, you'd be arrested. No, but I cannot believe that he suggested you can debate any of this. Knicks, Rays, Lightning, Rangers. Like now we're starting to get a little dicey, but fine. You're with me there. Did I hear a St. John's? Uh, St. John's, uh, UT. I think he's saying University of Tampa. That's even worse than USF. Is UT (laughs) University of Tampa? Let's hope it was Tennessee. I, I know it doesn't make sense, but let's just pray. I mean, dude. Nobody ever has debated anything USF or UT. What are you doing? Here is the quickest analogy. Take the audio, strip it, use it, tag them. Nobody wants to take the audio, strip it, use it, or tag anybody. UT, USF. You got an opportunity here. kissing, parents. Jay's got an opportunity here to just ignite his career. I mean, he's coming at these radio institutions in New York, and he dropped a USF sports debate on them. And somebody put the driver Jay. Somebody put the driver in his hand, and he said, no, 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 I'll take the nine iron. I'll take the nine iron here. UT, my nephew, kiss, kiss. What are you doing, dude? Let's continue. We can talk about the Tampa Bay race. We are the flagship. We are Tampa Bay. Don't throw things out there and act like it's no big deal. This platform means something. Hmm. Come at the king, you best not miss. I I gotta say, that felt like a very tepid, weak response. And I don't think that WFAN is going to be calling on you to come debate USF and UT. But you can still visit your parents and kiss your nephew. Happy birthday again. <laughs> Hope you had a great birthday, kid. He's still in the band of it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106. Let's let's just hear Jay Jay Retro W D A E again. This is the best part of his rant towards WFAN. I do not care. If you want to debate the Rays, 
the Yankees, the Mets, the Lightning, the Rangers, the Knicks, USF, UT, St. John's basketball. I don't care. <laughs> if you come at Tampa Bay Sports, this is what you're going to get. Oh. I'll fly up there on my own dime. Oh, man. I'll stay with my parents. Weird. I'll give my nephew a hug and celebrate his sixth birthday okay. with him. I will walk right into the WFAN studios yeah. and we will debate any Tampa Bay or New York sports team that you would like. Could you imagine him walking into the WFAN studios where Mike and the Mad Dog started Sports Talk Radio saying, hey, Carton, hey, Roberts. You're ready to debate USF and University of Tampa? Come on, man. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.